Hello! Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Steven, and I'm here with Joy. Hi. And welcome to episode two of our podcast, <laughs> the big name reveal episode. <laughs> We've decided on a name. Uh, place your bets, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you, yeah. I think you just picked the name. I don't think I had a say in it. That's right. She had no say in it. It was all me. <laughs> I uh, take no responsibility. Well, it just came, it came from a conversation we had in the first episode about mm-hmm. how you need to give things another chance sometimes. Yeah. And the kinds of things you need to give second chances to are things like goat cheese and oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So we're calling our podcast Goat Cheese Oatmeal. Yep. Okay. I think it rolls off the tongue well. I like it. Okay. What do you think about it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. It. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure. I. I. It's fine for now. Do you need to give a second chance to our, the name of our podcast? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe I should. I need to give it a second chance. To see how it goes. <laughs> Third, fourth chance. We'll see. So if you didn't catch us in our first episode, we went over uh, Punch Drunk Love, and uh, it was both of our second listens. Mm-hmm. But things are going to be a little different on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a movie that I have only seen once. Joy has seen many, many times. Many, many, many times. And she is demanding that I give it a second try. <laughs> She's demanding I like oatmeal now. <laughs> and you did like, you ended up liking oatmeal, so maybe, did, maybe yeah, that's a good analogy. Oatmeal. I'm sure. excited. I am really excited to hear what you thought on your second watch. So, uh, the movie... For this week was is the castle. The castle. Nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. It's an Australian film, mm-hmm. um, written and directed by a team of people who, uh, well, directed by one guy. But the team that worked on it also did a bunch of uh, Australian TV comedies. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's their their credentials. Joy, do you want to hit us with a synopsis? Yeah. So the synopsis is basically a working class family from Melbourne. Australia fights um, the city uh, after being told they must vacate their home that's right next to an airport. And it's basically the the story of them uh, fighting for their house Mm -hmm. to not be bought from them. So, yeah, it's it's like a very working class movie. Yes, it's 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 very Australian. Oh, I just thought it was relatable. You thought it was relatable? I, I think it's a charming... You related to working class Australian folks? I think so. Interesting. Because it was very... Uh, it's a very quotable movie. Mm. A lot of it... Stick, and that's actually one thing I was thinking about. Because I knew you were going to like put me onto this spot to have to defend this movie. and I. Well, it, that is kind of the point of the podcast. Me, yes. But it made me think of um, certain movies you love because of some nostalgic value sure and that can play a part into why you love a movie even if you know that it doesn't have maybe all the credentials of a like an amazing movie sure like it hits a chord at the right time in me that made me just 
latch on and love this movie, which is why I wanted to, Interesting. Want you so to ki- enjoy it. Kind of the opposite of our take on the on Punch Drunk Love from yes. last week, where it was technically an excellent movie, but the first time mm-hmm. we watched it, we just watched it at the wrong time. Yes. Interesting. So it this is a movie you just have to watch at the right time, is what you're, Maybe. you're pitching. Well, possibly. I don't... I'm uh, Because I think... I don't know enough, I think, about what makes a good movie a good movie to... Mm-hmm. Um, well, Eric Bana outside. doesn't make a movie a good movie. Who's Eric Bana? Eric Bana. He's the, the he's the, the brother-in-law. The brother The son-in-law. He marries... What is her name? Tammy? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's in that other movie. He's been in a bunch of movies. I... I know the name Eric Bana, okay. but then I looked up the list of movies he's in, <laughs> and I don't really know any. Like, he's not they're not memorable for him. Yeah, like, well, he's, he's in not... Star Trek, oh, the J.J. Abrams uh, okay. movie of Star Trek. He's mm-hmm. I think he was in King Arthur, the one... Yep. Yeah, I think he plays Arthur, right? Does he's... he? No. I know he's the one in that... That's the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, but no, but he's in the, he plays a movie with the guy from Sons of Anarchy, remember? He plays his dad, who gets killed. In King Arthur? That makes the blonde, is that the Sons of Anarchy guy? Yeah. Makes him the mad, like, the Anyway, he's guy. not, he's not a leading man, he's not a leading man in this movie. He's not, he, he's come, he's just like a very small part in this movie. Very small part, but lots of kickboxing. Oh man, so great. <laughs> That's his character. He's a he's, kickboxer. He's a kickboxer. He's obsessed with kickboxing. And he enjoyed going to Thailand. <laughs> so my um, my first watch of this movie, <laughs> did I watch it first with you? I'm sure I did. Oh, yeah. There's I, no reason I would pick this movie I, I, We were engaged, and I was like, you have to watch this yeah. movie. It's amazing. It's like those moments where uh, you show your kids a movie, and you're like, this was very important to me. Mm-hmm. I want you to share in this. And then your kid is like yawning and falling asleep halfway through. I know. I'm sorry. Our well, you don't need to apologize. like Star Wars the first time. Yeah. Sli- like snoozed right through Luke, I'm your father. I'm like, what? Looking over. This is supposed to be a big moment. Kid doesn't care. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, my first watch of it. I was just like depressed and sad that for them. That's so surprising to me. Because their su- like, their lives are so sad. They're being trampled by the man. See, another you, another thing. Oh, go ahead. Why do you think that the none of the what the movie says depicts them being sad? I was sad for them because their lives were so bad, but, but they were like oblivious of how bad their lives were. Well, because they were happy, so their lives weren't bad. I, but were they happy? They were. It kind of seemed like they were just like blissfully ignorant, and that's not really happy. Yeah, it is. Totally. That's what happiness is to you? Sometimes. <laughs> Living in a hovel? No, in a ho- <laughs> Well, I. But if you're blissfully ignorant and happy in the hovel, then yeah. I guess it bears some some description. The The house they live in is right by the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dad is kind of like this. Uh, he's, he's a tow truck driver. He's a tow truck driver. He <laughs> has like a little saying for everything. Um, and that's where some of the quotableness comes in. Is he'll say things over and over again, like dads do. I mean, that is a realistic thing <laughs> a real- that dads do. Like one girl. of the the shticks that goes through the whole movie is uh, one of his sons is a like a bargain hunter. 
always <laughs> looking for a good deal. And he'll say, hey, Dad, someone's selling Dad. ergonomic chairs. <laughs> ergonomic chairs. <laughs> what is he asking for him? Two fifty. Like, And he always is like this cock in his head. Yeah. And he's like side-eyeing his dad with like... Yeah. But he also looks like he's too old to be doing that, which right. makes it even more and then funny. his And then his dad always goes, tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> All of a sudden he's in Liverpool. Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> Ball, tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> tell him he's, tell him he's dreaming. No, oh man, that is a hard one. Anyway, tell lots of Australian dreaming. accents in this movie. If you like yeah. a good Australian accent, you're gonna get it. Um, the another one of the sons is in prison mm-hmm. uh, for armed robbery of a petrol station. Yeah, uh, so that's sad. That's depressing. Uh, the third son is, I mean, he's mentally handicapped. <laughs> I knew you Well, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's simple. He's at least simple. He is. He is. He, he is. is the, okay, he's also the narrator of the whole movie. So the perspective you're getting that this film presents you is the simple-minded youngest son of a poor person Describing his life in glowing terms, thinking everyone he knows is the coolest, which, as we know, simple people are very excited about everything. Uh, I'm not going to go too hard into that, but you know what I mean. So, it's almost—it's like how... Have you ever seen a Bjork dancer in the dark? No, I haven't. Okay, well, in it, she's a, a character who gets taken advantage of in huge ways, financially, etc., because she is both blind and a little too trusting. And I, for some reason, get that vibe of this, that, like, this kid, I don't know. He's just too innocent for this world, it seems like. <laughs> and uh, Well, that's why he needs to stay in their home. And that's why his family is, like, yeah, we can't, like, they have their happy they found their niche. They found what makes them happy. I think they're, I think the movie plays to, like, the pretentiousness of people who think you need all this grandeur to be happy. Where this family, sure, on like a surface level, you can look and be like, why would they be happy? He's just a tow oh, truck driver. I'm and they're saying they shouldn't be happy. Super smart. Like, <laughs> what idiots. Like, oh my gosh. Lame, sad people. When they're just like, oh my gosh, we have like everything we need. We're super happy. We're not like asking for more. And. That's and we and like and we care about it enough that we're gonna fight for it. Our, our simp, I think the movie plays really hard into like, yeah, lean into the weird, yeah, simple poorness of it, but then see, like, like, why would they want to fight? Because this man's home is his castle, it's his castle, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That shovel is it's his the, castle, it's the vibe of the thing, it's the vibe of it. Um, so the their house is right by an airport, mm-hmm. and the dad claims to love that. Which cannot be true. I, I, it is. It cannot be true. It is. That so is he's lying to everyone movie. in his life. This is just my, we're going over what I got okay. from my first sorry, watch sorry, of sorry. it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the airport has what we would call eminent domain. They're calling it a compulsory uh, purchase of his home. So basically, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're. 
I'm going to be expanding uh, the the driveway of the airport, as they say <laughs> in Australia. Apparently, <laughs> uh, called it a driveway, and and so they have to. They're being told to sell their home, and uh, the person he goes to is not an actual lawyer. That's the thing. He. It's not just that they're going. Oh, we don't need any more. He's almost too dumb to know oh, better. That's, like, but that's it's a comedy. I get it. I get it. You're and I'm telling you really why this comedy about... made me sad for them. Okay, okay, okay. You would think that somebody who was looking out for his family, wanted to keep his home, would go for a better lawyer than the guy who... <laughs> basically made sure his son was in jail for eight years but he said he did his best <laughs> yeah the He's guy like... who loves living by the airport and stares at power lines thought he did his best he was like he was... <laughs> that's why it's funny okay He's like, but okay he, the lawyer doesn't want to take it it's He's funny like... because it's sad is that what you're saying a little bit yeah i don't know that's part of the humor yeah. so that was my i mean eventually he meets the right guy the right guy who knows constitutional law <laughs> Uh, they take it to the highest courts, and uh, they get to stay. Meanwhile, they have a vacation home. They yeah, they built. A that was another vacation. thing on my first watching a movie. <laughs> you have another house you can go to. That's on a lake in a much nicer place. In Bonnie Doon. Bonnie Doon. Why? <laughs> what? Sell this place and put another addition on that place oh, anyway. You're thinking too it much. Just, oh! <laughs> oh, so sorry. <laughs> thinking too much about the movies I watch. Just shut up and watch it, I guess. <laughs> you, you could say the same thing about a, lot, a couple of other movies. For sure. Huh? You could say the same thing about a bunch of other movies too. That's true. I enjoy I enjoy a couple of dumb movies <laughs> here or there. <laughs> so what was I mean? Can we go over what your first impressions of it were too? Oh okay okay this is gonna be embarrassing. Okay, um, I watched it pretty young, mm-hmm. and someone that I had a crush on uh oh recommended this movie to our family uh oh. And so I already was going into was it. Was it the Catholic? No. I was already going <laughs> into it. No, it was the rock climber. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I was already going into it with, like, hoping to like it. Mm. And was pleasantly surprised when it was actually genuinely hilarious to me. Yeah. So quotable. Um, later, a little offended at the person that I sure because he was like I love this movie it reminds me of your family (laughs) (laughs) was he like and you remind me of the narrator of this movie no but he was definitely was like no but he was like um your dad is this is like he's my dad is the dad from the castle wow have you told your dad this um I think my dad was complimented by it uh, he was, cause he How? loves to say, he loves to take the lines that's going straight to the pool room. Uh, he, well, because of how much he unconditionally loved his daughters and no matter what she did, he thought it was amazing. Mm. Remember it, he, my dad does share that. Oh, I see that kind of, the in, the, in the movie. In yeah. the movie. Like you, your success does not have to be high and he is over the moon. Right. Proud of you. 
there's a part in the movie where uh, she got a certificate to become a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. She graduated college. Well, <laughs> trade. I mean, trade school. Isn't that... <laughs> she graduated. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. And he treats it like she was like an Ivy League grad. Well, he's yeah, he's proud of her, so he feels like th- there's a line where he runs into. The barrister whose son is, like, having his first... Barrister is a uh, another word for a lawyer. Oh, thank you. And he... I don't think our listeners would know that. <laughs> they might really like this movie. <laughs> it's, it's, and he... And the dad feels like, oh, I'm on par. I can have a, a man-to-man conversation of just what it feels like to be a proud father, even though yeah. we're proud about different things. And the genuineness of that is refreshing... To a, to a really... To a guy, yeah, to, to the, the lawyer. To the lawyer who's used to people probably, like, sucking up to him or just comparing and bragging, and it's right. all a competition. Where this guy, there's just no competition. Mm-hmm. So there is something wholesome about that. And I and that is something that I liked, yeah. that it was it was like that. And I, I understand the the complexity in that, but of, of liking something that does seem sad to you. But, mm-hmm. um, so my... My first watch was that it was hilarious. I loved how weird their youngest son was. I yeah. loved how dorky he looked. I loved how the movie would have him quote his dad, and then seconds later his dad would, would say it, and it would be like a simple quote. Like yeah. That. Dad always would say, um, oh, what was it? About um, how's the serenity? And then he was just like... Yeah, when they would go to their vacation home yeah. on a lake, this poor tow truck driver family when they went to their vacation home on a lake where they had a boat mm-hmm. uh their dad would say how's the serenity i just it's the it, there's is, a disconnect there to me no it's not because he bought a piece of land that nobody wanted because it was covered with power lines so even though they're close to the lake they're and not then he in any built of the nice a vacation houses. home on it he got a a kit house box that's super small so they barely fit into it okay so it's not like a and th- that's part of the thing is like if you're thinking the way you're thinking, mm-hmm. you would be like, that's a vacation home? Looks more like an outhouse. Like, that's... It looked fine to me. Oh, okay. I mean, part of it is this movie came out in 1997. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it, it, the economy has changed significantly since then. <laughs> to the point where just the idea of owning a vacation home mm-hmm. on a lake sounds like luxury. It's, it's a comedy. And so they're leaning into the weird. So you're just gonna say that anytime no. there's a problem with no, the no, movie. No, 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 no. Is that it's just a comedy, and nope, so don't think about n- it. I haven't been saying just that. <sighs> I'm saying that there was um, uh, that there's a wholesomeness to it, which is it's it's yeah. Sweet. There it's is sweet. yes. There's a real there's a charm. There's a, there's a sweetness to it. <laughs> um. So I mean, second watch. We watched it. Yeah, I'm Last so night. ready to hear you say you love it now. Um, full disclosure, Joy fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> and that was kind of my take on the oh, movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it did improve with a second watch oh, for me. No. Uh, more of, I think it exposed more of the holes rather than fewer to mm, me. Okay. It felt... Uh, like, what I took away from it is that it felt like a collection of skits rather than an actual story. Oh, weird. Like, the editing of the movie and everything, like, 
every single scene had like a like a dissolved fade on the end of it. There was uh, very little motion in the movie. It's all just like everybody's set up in the scene right when it starts, mm-hmm. and they don't really change positions. Then the scene ends, and then it mm. fades to the next fades to black, and then goes to the next yeah. scene. So, I mean, technically, it's not a good movie. I'm just going to say it's not technical. <laughs> technical skill. It's not a very good movie. You um, guys have Elson Cross in this soundtrack. Who? Oh, never mind. Okay. Elson uh, Krauss. Am I supposed to know? Krause. Who's Elson Krauss? You know who Elson Krauss is. Name five of her albums. Uh, your favorite. She does. How uh, would I know her? She, you would probably know her from Brother of Earth, though. She's the voice. The voice of who? Of the ladies who goes, I went down to the river to pray. But Alison uh, Krauss and Union Station. Union is, Station? Yeah. Do I need to listen to this? Yeah, you probably enjoy it. It's bluegrass. She's bluegrass. Be- she had a beautiful voice. It's very melodic. Okay. Alison Krauss. You heard it here last. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard of Alison Krauss. I'm sure they have. I'm pretty sure. But she's in the, the soundtrack? Yeah, I'm surprised. So they got Alison Krauss, huh? Yeah. Or that, okay, so the second time watching it, it was different because we watched, there were new things that I hadn't seen before. In the so the movie was longer. It was longer. That's why you fell asleep. Than it, it originally was. And they had like added things. Like I think we we watched like an uncut version or something. Okay. This The second time. Is it possible that you watched a version like recorded from TV or something that was cut no, for time? No, it was an actual movie that we rented. It wasn't From what video store? TV. Um, the Cougar's Den. Cougar's Den. Because we would pull out <laughs> and the Cougar was the mascot for the football team. Gotcha. Okay. Um. I bet they also sold pizza. They did. Nailed it. That's and um, ice cream. Okay. See, I might have enjoyed this more with ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. It does. Okay. So getting back to what we said initially, I do think this one. Holds a lot of nostalgia factor for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it holds zero nostalgia factor for me. Not even watching with me when we were. You fell asleep. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not when we were engaged. <laughs> um, I no. Uh, we I'm sorry. We watched pizza when I showed it to you, which we totally. I remember. You remember I, that we ate pizza last time? Yeah. We didn't eat pizza this yeah. time. And you might have been in a bad mood. I can't remember. This time? No, the first time. <laughs> Chances are good. Sorry. Chances are good. For no no cause, I'm sure. There's no reason for me. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I'll say this. I appreciated the, the dad's position in life a little more this time. Uh, because... It is hard being, because he, at a couple of points in the movie, he breaks down uh, and loses all of his cheeriness because he put all his hope in a certain method of saving his home, and that didn't work out. And it seemed like he was at the end of his rope. I totally understand that now, mm-hmm. later in life, of those moments where you go, oh, I've, I thought I, I, th- I thought things were stable, and all of a sudden, they're not, and yeah. I... I'm trying to figure it out and I'm not able to figure it out and there's people depending on me to figure it out and I feel like I'm not doing a good job mm-hmm. totally get that not funny at all that's not <laughs> a funny thing 
if it's a comedy. That's like a Hallmark movie thing or like something you would put in like a family drama. See, I think we I think we need to learn to laugh at our misfortune more. Interesting. Or just find humor in the little things. Tell me more. In the, in the I just want to know more. I don't want to jinx it. I don't think it's bad to have to do as I talk about. I think we need Well, I think like so if you were going through a hard time and you're watching that movie and uh, there could be a comforting element to it of someone who is not super put together but you have this feeling that everything's still going to turn out okay for them because of mm-hmm. their attitude towards life and people are going to see that and want to help them and I, I don't know I also just think humor is um, comforting in bad situations, maybe. Sure. Maybe that's bad, yeah. unhealthy thing. But um, no, I could see it. It's uh, a yeah. like laugh about. Life. I think it is part of it. There is some sort of cultural disconnect too, because I know movies that I've watched, uh, other Australian movies, have a strange comedy sensibility in terms of mm-hmm. what they find funny. Uh, like, yeah. Um, same with New Zealand comedies. Mm, yeah. They often are like portraying someone in a like really depressing bad situation, <laughs> but just their like happy go luckiness. Oh my gosh. I just said I just put ness on the end of a word <laughs> like you did. There's <laughs> how happy go lucky they are <laughs> pulls them through the situation. And I guess it in the like traditional sense, it's a comedy because it ends well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. Do you think they ever got that money? Because they were offered all that money by the airline. Extra twenty five thousand. Yeah, probably not, huh? Nope. They did steal some gates from a guy though. It wasn't about the money. They probably got it steal. They probably sold it already. Sold those gates already. That's what I was gonna say. Flip it. Yeah. Right. What? Sell sell a house. You're missing the point of the whole movie. Anyway, I'm too American for this movie. I think so. I think my conclusion of the movie is uh, it wasn't quite worth a second watch for me. Okay. Fair enough. It didn't improve enough Mm -hmm. for it to be... For me to go tell somebody else. Yeah. If you didn't like the castle the first time, maybe try it again. I don't think it made it there for me. Oh, okay. I think this is going to stay... Would you agree if someone hasn't seen it before to give it a try because you never it might hit the right notes for them uh see it's tough because so much of it for you is the nostalgia factor Uh, see i don't unless they're like mm, in a like in a family like this and a kid i don't know it's tough i don't know i think it depends like if they're okay this is gonna sound mean and i don't mean it i only mean it to be a little mean not a lot mean okay I okay. think if pe- I think if people don't like the castle, uh-oh. They're slightly pretentious. I'm comfortable being slightly pretentious. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. You said that like it was a bad thing. But 100% okay with that. <laughs> of course you are. Oh my goodness. Uh, but that's uh, why I didn't like this movie. <laughs> that's why you didn't like this movie. If you're not a pretentious person and you are a content person, and you like characters and um, kind of bizarre, quirky humor mm-hmm. that's slightly on the dark side. 
um, or bizarre side, yeah, you might like this movie. Yeah, this could be seen as like a proto uh, Jermaine Clement, proto uh, the what's the the guy who um, the who did the Thor movie. Oh, Taiko Waititi. Yeah. yeah. There's some Taiko Waititi. There's some of that stuff that started, not started here, but you can you can see the DNA. Mm-hmm. I totally. Think is what... Totally. I bet you Taiko loves this movie. We should ask him. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming along on us on the ride with mm-hmm. us. Uh, hope this, we're not making you too uncomfortable. This ride's going to keep on going. <laughs> Hop on the goat cheese oh, oatmeal yeah, train. Choo-choo. Yeah. I'm so nervous. Oh, uh, I might make you watch Avatar again. Oh. <laughs> Good night.